So 561 Music now has a hotline. You can call us anytime at 561-203-9122 and ask us any questions you like, um, you know, some humorous ones or something about um, the guests we've had on the show or questions about gear or questions about the festival or anything you like. Um, it's, of course, 561 203 9122. We would love to hear from you. Um, we did a pretty fun little message, so you get to hear that too. Um, even if you just call up to listen to me and Hector trying to do a good phone message, that's a good enough reason. But yeah, we'd love to hear from you, so uh, please get in touch. Welcome, welcome to 561 Music. My name's Ben. And I'm Hector. And how are you, sir? Exhausted. Yeah, I feel that, dude. My voice only <laughs> just came back. Like, yesterday, I could barely speak. This weekend, it was ridiculous. As but... my friend Zach used to say, I could barely squeak into a mouse yesterday. <laughs> but, um, yeah, right, uh, I seem to have got my voice back. But we had a crazy time, didn't we? It was fun, man. Thursday night, Patty Max. All day Friday, noon to midnight, Patty yeah. Max. Saturday, you guys played a grouper, yeah. and then Saturday night, Tiki 52, and like every one of those venues was packed and full of people, and yeah. it was just a good time. Absolutely, it was. It's funny, yeah. you know, this time of year, it can really sort of skew your understanding of uh, where you're at as a band. <laughs> because oh, it, for sure. Because there's so many people in all the venues, you know, and then summer rolls around, and it's a bit of a reality check. But, yeah, um, yeah we've, we've been having a good time. I mean, that 12 hours is a bit much, wasn't it? It's a bit much. And then the previous weekend we did, what did we do? We did O'Shea's on Friday, and then we did uh, Irish Fest in Abacoa on Saturday, and then O'Shea's again on, on Saturday night. So, yeah, I mean, we've done a lot of gigs in a very short amount of time. Yeah, totally. Um, and also... With the stuff that we've been mixing up, like throwing the hurdy-gurdy in there and yeah. throwing the, the mandolin in there. It's been fun, man. I, I, I've been missing that side of the band, actually. I, I love yeah. it when we switch instruments. It's not, it's not super easy, and there's like some teething things with it, but I think once we find our stride with the switching up, it's going to be yeah. great. No, it's fine. It's not a big deal. And I think, I think if James, uh, James and I switch places the way we were doing, where I'm in the middle, it makes it a little easier for me to hand James the bass and you know, do that kind of stuff. So true um you know not to mention that now we have you in the middle which is a beautiful thing i mean you know i should be right the towering cuban <laughs> I, should, I should be the center of attention right? yeah yeah <laughs> i'm all about it yeah it, no it makes sense if you think about looking at the stage too, yeah you know? no, no, it does because uh, james and i are on either side and then you guys have there. the drums too so you kind of flank the stage then so yeah, yeah totally yeah, yeah. no it looks rad it. it is harder to play the drums i'm not gonna lie but not like to the point where it's impossible. Just because you can't hear James as well? Or? I can't see him. Gotcha. Yeah. But I think we'll get into the groove of it. I'm just not used to it. That's yeah. all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be fine. Cool, man. Yeah, man. So, uh, all right. So we have uh, Mike Locke, a.k.a. Captain Octo, and Steve Caputo, a.k.a. Seaman Steve, a.k.a. Pegleg Steve from Octogato. <laughs> How's it going, guys? We are feeling good. How you guys doing? <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> We're back, baby. We're <laughs> <laughs> we were shipwrecked for over four and a half years. Now we're back here with five six one music playing the festival. Hell yes! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so nice to I'm see you. I'm awake now, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a cup of coffee. I right? know. Just 
ever since you guys have arrived in an explosion of color and excitement, you know, you really yeah. br- you know how to bring the room up. It's fabulous. Explosion of something. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I guess you guys have got back together then, huh? When did that happen? When did that happen, C-Man Steve? Like two months ago. Two months ago. Yeah. Nice. We got okay. off that like, island about two months ago. I think I must have got in there pretty early then because um, I, I don't know if it was you who reached out to me or the other way around, but I think you may just have mentioned in passing that you were getting back together. And then it occurred to me, oh, my God, we've got to get you guys on the festival I'm, and everything. Look, I'm not going to lie. Ben calls me up like a five-year-old kid you know, on Christmas <laughs> that just saw Santa Claus, and he goes, holy crap, you're not going to believe this. Octo got us getting back together. They have to play the festival. Yeah. I love these guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. I was a bit like that. But it's because back in the day with No Name Scar Band and stuff, we used to play with you guys, and it was always such a delight. You know, It was always so much fun. Oh, we had a good time with you guys. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. That's awesome. So how did the band originally form like what's what's the what's the story of uh octogata we got a bunch of people in the room and all of a sudden there it was just like that <laughs> seriously it was just like that oh wow it cool. was somebody playing guitar and what happened was basically i'm a guitar player as well too as you know yeah as you know play guitar <laughs> we got the first we got the first group together and we had three guitar players in the room yeah so we're like what are we gonna do yeah, yeah. I'm like, I guess I'll grab the microphone. There you go. And the way it sounds is the way it came out. Oh, fabulous. Yeah. When was that? How long ago? 2014. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it's been, it's been a minute then. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Octogato has been gracing the high seas of South Florida for, for a minute here. <laughs> high seas, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, how did you find yourself getting into music then, Mike? Uh, me personally? Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, started playing guitar when I was younger. Uh, were your parents supportive? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I wanted, you know, I, I was, I got in, interested in music. Maybe I was, I don't know, nine or 10 years old. Uh, you know, all the, all the, the metal at the time was really inspiring to me. And I just said, I want to be James Hetfield. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so get me a guitar. You know, they got me a Strat. They got me the wrong guitar. They're like, I want to make that. I want it to sound like James Hetfield, like the Explorer and like, you know, a wall full of you know Mesa Boogie stacks and Marshall stacks and just you know I couldn't I, I couldn't figure out like how he sounded like that I've got a strat yeah. with like this little clean amp <laughs> you know I'm like why doesn't this sound like James Hetfield sure uh, it turns out there was a button on there that said distortion I found uh, that button the rest is history yeah I think yeah. a lot of us were that and then the first time you tune your E string down to D oh, your, your brain yeah. explodes mm. oh, <laughs> oh there it is right there it is yeah I remember yeah. those days just sitting in my room playing like double stops over the, like a, a, an open D and just like yeah, yeah those you were had a palm mute make it chunky yeah it. game over <laughs> and then I, you know I wrote like three or four stupid sounding drop D songs and thought they were the coolest thing in the world <laughs> finger, that's all you need right that's yeah, it. exactly that's what she said <laughs> there it is bringing that old classic oh, back <laughs> language on this podcast yeah, is, that, yeah. is that too risque you can say okay. whatever you want man say whatever you want all right cool yeah <laughs> so um we'll yes. beep it out later <laughs> steve uh how did you find yourself getting into music? Do you have a musical family? or was yeah. This, yeah. Uh, my dad plays music. Uh, Mom does a little bit with piano. Uh, but, yeah, actually, uh, our drummer, uh, Blackbeard, uh, I played with 
him actually like one of my like first bands of like getting together like they played and i was like damn that's so cool yeah, and man. uh you know i played with some other guys and i was like damn i really just want to like kind of just play music and hang out with friends sure. dad played music he kind of like was hanging out with his friends and i thought it was cool and yeah i just thought it was a way to like hang out with your friends and just nice. jam out you know it's it just fun that. making music with your homies you know yep. yeah no doubt about it what were your some of your first early in- influences would you say in the beginning, uh, well, corn uh, was definitely one of my favorite sure, bands. Who did it like corn, right? Yeah, you do that yeah. scat thing that Jonathan Davis does for, <laughs> for everyone out there on the internet. <laughs> no, we want to hear it. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh man, you think no, like, mean? No, yeah, corn. You know, and then like you know, going to Warp Tour. I think in two thousand. Yeah, I went to Warp Tour. So seeing all those bands like Pennywise and all those punk bands, like that was great. Yeah. yeah. So. Those are like my early influences, and obviously, I mean, we all listen to like '80s metal and '80s rock. Like, sure, come on. So, and then like, what do you got? The '90s, so grunge. I mean, you know, it was, I kind of grew up to the same stuff now in hip hop. I actually produce hip hop too, so I love hip hop. Cool. Yeah, you have a studio, don't you? Dirty Mike Studio. Yeah, it's down yeah. in Dania. It was in Hollywood for like 14 years or 13 years. And that's cool. Can you tell me a little bit about that place? Yeah. Um, Done some work with, like, MMG and some other, like, hip-hop artists. Uh, it's Is it, like, m- mostly hip-hop? N- I do a lot of hip-hop, but no. Um, it's a full studio. Drum set, bass guitars, the whole nine yards. Always cool. has been, yeah. yeah uh, rehearsal studio. Uh, we do some stuff with, like, kids. You know, where they come in and, like, kind of... Almost, almost like what goes on here. Like, they... Oh, cool. Other kids finding each other to play music. Kind of like yeah, what we wicked. had... Because let's think about it. Like, right now we live in a time where kids aren't really going out like that. And then after COVID, we still have kind of paranoid parents yeah. that are like, eh, don't really want to go and hang out with a bunch of people. So it's good to bring kids together like that. Yeah, you know? absolutely. It's very important. Stay when locked up, up on your PlayStation 3. I think, I think even before yeah. COVID, like, the, the, uh, just the, the way the world is with technology and stuff, kids just, like, they're behind their computer screen or their phone screen or their iPad or whatever it is. They just don't go out like the way they used to. You know, like you know, we all used to go out and ride our bikes to our friend's house, and we'd be out. And you know, your parents would be like, "Don't come home until the streetlights right. come on." You know, yeah. right. now like kids, kids How about are like gaming though. Like uh, even gaming, like you used to be able to go and have four controllers or eight controllers hooked up with your homies. Yeah. Now you just put on a headset and you can game yeah. with anybody anywhere yeah. in the world. Yeah. It's taken to its natural conclusion. What we were all worried about, we right? Oh, yeah. These like hermetically sealed little bubbles. <laughs> but uh, honestly, live music is probably the best it's ever been right now. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Wow, awesome. Hundred percent. I think I I think locally in, in this five six one area. I don't know if it's because I'm more aware of it with us doing the podcast or what it is, but but I I, I agree with that a hundred percent. No, it's, our, it's our local, everywhere. Our local scene is exploding lately. Yeah. What makes you say that? I'm just curious. I'm, I'm uh, sure I agree with you, but I'm just curious as to where where that comes from. So, um, I uh, like um, do work uh, partners with Equinox Booking, right? Um, and then if you look at the other people, you have. Like Alex Bowman at uh, Respectables, you got John McHale down at Gramps and all that. So yeah. you got five six one three zero five, and we hold down a lot of what's going on in nine five four right yeah. there in Broward. Yeah, and I'm gonna be honest, dude. Our minimum shows we have two hundred kids showing out oh, to wow. just a regular cool. show to go watch local bands. That's yeah. amazing. You know, I'm just saying when we were playing shows. <laughs> They were like, you know, a lot of people was 50 people, sure. 100 people was great. 
couple hundred, holy crap, amazing, amazing, and that was rare. So yeah. it's more common yeah. seeing it everywhere. Respectables. Uh, even seeing people going like the prop, but it's it's just seeing people going out yeah. and listening to local music. Yeah. It's great. And not cover music, yeah. not bashing cover bands. Sure, sure. Originals. Awesome what they do. Great. Yeah. But no offense, we all heard it. Let's hear some original stuff, some sure. stuff we haven't heard, you know, no from some people it. we don't know. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I like it. I love it. Absolutely. No, I, I love that, man. And people, I love how enthused by it you are. Yeah, funny. man. People <laughs> we, going out we, and discovering new music and discovering new bands. And, you know, and I, I hear it from a lot of people that either they hear somebody on here and they get they get turned on to a band or whatever and they go check them out live. Um, or I hear it. My son's a drummer in a, in a local band. And, and, you know, I hear it from him where he goes and, um, you know, he goes and he plays a show and he's playing a show with two other bands that he's never heard before. And then he comes home. He's like, Dad, you got to listen to these guys. They're freaking amazing. You know, and did you grow like, up down here? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so growing up down here, you know, yeah. I know you did. Yes. You know what it was like growing up down here. It, it was, was great. Totally, yeah. It was our scene was great. We mm-hmm. had dog piles growing up at Club Q. Yeah. Club Q. <laughs> Club Q, yep. baby. Yep. You know, Metal Factory. These places that don't exist anymore. No, there was a lot of places here. We had talked about that before on another episode with uh, with some other people. Like there there was a lot of raised downtown blues, spankies Man, down in West them? Palm. Yeah, there was a lot of places that you could go and, you know, Five dollars to get you in, three dollars to get you in. You know, you'd see an amazing local show, and sometimes it wasn't even local. Sometimes it was like you know, regional and national acts would come through these places. You know, like bowling for soup and but, people yeah, like that. Yeah, playing stuff like that. Yeah. But but then um, but then somewhere along the way, it just kind of all started like coming to a screeching halt. And and Why? it's just in the I don't know, but it's just in the last few years, it's been exploding again, and I love it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, maybe it is because everyone was trapped inside, <laughs> and then they just kind of you know, people want to be around people. It's the podcast. forever. We didn't realize what we had. Yeah. In South Florida and, and all of that, I think of people, you know, now that we're able to have it again. Yeah. And there's also, I think, the, the consolidation of venues as well, too, we've seen. And that's why you're seeing bigger shows, yeah. I think, is there's less venues, which sucks. But also, we want to pack the venues and, yeah. Yeah. you know, make make sure that every one of those shows is an awesome show mm-hmm. and that everybody's supporting everybody. It, it, there's more of that now, and that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's that is, where it was before. Yeah. That just makes me feel so happy. Yeah. So um, I, have a, I have a question for you. Um, did you did you miss the axe? Is that why you're back? Did it, did, we were did, stuck did, on did an island. Pump? Yeah, we were stuck on an island. We were stuck. Uh, four and a half years, man. We were out there. Four and a half years. We were stuck. That's why we couldn't wait oh, to gotcha. be around people. <laughs> okay, yeah, that makes more sense. Octogato Island. It's like Gilligan's Island only. <laughs> it was us. Only us. <laughs> and cats. And cats. And cats. And cats. Did you have to eat the cats to survive? Did you have to eat the cats to survive? No. Never. <laughs> never. You never eat the cats, man. They brought us food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I laid a little bit of a trap there, didn't I? I apologize for that. <laughs> you and the cats both survived on the mice? Maybe that was... No, was that we, we survived on seafood. seafood. Oh, yes. there you go. <laughs> well, it's great to have you back. Thank I'm you. super chuffed about it. And um, at the risk of repeating myself, it always was a ray of sunshine when you know I'd show up to one of the no-name gigs and uh and I'd see we were playing with you or I knew we were and I'd get there but just because you know especially in some of these sort of slightly grimier sort of punk places it's so nice to have this burst of energy and color you know it's just a nice change oh, speaking of a burst of energy and color man we didn't get you guys laid yeah oh, <laughs> we gotta do that here we go there we go <laughs> this. boom there we go uh, got it yep. all right 
<laughs> now it's official. Uh, now it's official. By Lay. the way, anybody coming to 561 Music Fest is going to get laid just like these two guys. <laughs> yep. Man, you heard it here <laughs> first, guys. You're going to get laid at 561 Music Fest. So, Guaranteed. I mean, 10 bucks. I mean, what more could you ask for, right? I know. Exactly. That's great, too. Uh, that's great just to have that many bands that long. Yeah. $10. just. Yeah. Especially in a time where everything's going up, well, we like did a it. Big Mac is more than thank ten bucks. That. We did it last year, and 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 you know, and and don't thank us. Thank the bands. You know, the bands are the ones who cooperate with us to to be able to make it happen. You know, yeah, you really. Know, nobody's coming to us and saying we need twenty thousand dollars to play. So, right. you know, so it's it's great. Oh, yeah. about our bill, but, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, except except you guys, you but uh, no, no, but. Um, but you know, we did it last year. We did it ten dollars, twenty bands. Everybody loved it, and we got a lot of compliments on that fact. You know, like man, I love that this was ten dollars. We got to spend the whole day here. It was great. You know, there was food, there was beer, there was whatever. Um, and so, we toyed around with the idea of raising it a little bit this year, just because last year, I mean, it was a little financially draining on us. You know, and so yeah. we thought about raising it a little bit, and we thought, you know what, screw it, ten dollars. That's the way to go. Ten dollars, twenty bands, fifty cents a band. You can't go wrong. Like people just. It's just a good number to have. It's a good ring know? to it. And it's I a good think, ring to it. I think the, and people it, appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's like yeah. giving back. Yeah. And yeah. it worked out. I mean, you know, this year we had a bunch of sponsors that stepped up, and so and so it took a little bit of, of the burden of the financial burden off of Ben and I. So that was yeah. good. You know? 50 cents a band, people. Come on. <laughs> 50 cents a band. You think we're not worth 50 cents? <laughs> Are we not worth 50 cents? <laughs> worth at least 75 cents. Come on out, yeah. man. I'm April 1st. I mean, you're worth 75, but then Killbillies is only worth like what 28 cents, maybe? Hey, I don't know. I'll, just... well, I'll help each other out. <laughs> 27. Between I the mean... two of us, we might make a dollar. <laughs> so, um, you guys are very outwardly um, visual and exciting. Um, when it comes to sort of the social media aspect of the band, who's dealing with that? I usually handle the uh, social media. Okay. Yeah, sorry to have to slightly drag you out of character with this boring question. But what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm half in, half out of character right now. I don't know what to be. I mean, was there, was I get, it's like energy levels. It goes up and down. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I'm probably out of did character. Did you have by Wi-Fi the on the island? I mean, how'd that work no for wifi. you guys? No Wi-Fi. <laughs> so, yeah, how, how, how does that work? Is, is it an important side of, of the business with Octogaster, would you say? You know, I mean, we were, we were out of it for so long. I mean, you know, we're just getting things going again, you know. Yeah. Four and a half years ago, last time we played a show, that TikTok wasn't really a thing, you yeah. know. Now everybody has that app on their phone, right? Yeah. So yeah. we got to catch up a little bit. <laughs> talking about catching up, yeah. I, we've been in, in this and doing it while TikTok has been a thing. I'm still not really very good at it. Yeah. I'm honest with I'm you. I'm terrible at it. I think I, don't I might have be it. so old. Yeah, yeah. I don't That's know why. It. I got dance moves. I'll dance on TikTok for you. Sure. Yeah, Let's you cheapen go. it even more. TikTok's Let's do a, it. TikTok's <laughs> a funny, funny animal, man. Like, I'll yeah. post. I do artwork and stuff. I do, like, the 3D chalk stuff and stuff. I'll post something from my 3D chalk stuff that I think is pretty amazing, and I'll get, like, six views, you know, ten views on the high side or whatever. Woo! My wife will post, like, the dog like, yeah. chasing his tail. She's like, oh, look at this. It went viral. I have 1.2 million views. What the hell? <laughs> it's a dog. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, real. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I don't understand. Luckily, Danielle understands it just enough where yeah. she's got some stuff on there. And I did some. The best amount of views I've had on there was exactly that stupid videos of my dog. You know, got you, like man. a gazillion views of my dog talking. So, you know? so I think the lesson here is post a picture of your dog or a yeah. video of your dog with the underlying music being like your band's original music. Oh, there you <laughs> that's go. It, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll just put cats and octopi out there like we like we did all along, and it'll probably do great on uh, on yeah. TikTok, right? You know, <laughs> just post cats. You know, I'll make I'll make my cat. You know, 
I don't know, dance to our songs with like his little arms or something. Just as long as you don't <laughs> sew cats and octopuses together. No, we'll that's that. that's no. going to get rough. We don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> anymore. We got the letter. That's, that's, why they, that's why they were banned to that island. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Who would write you that letter? Uh, anyway. Peter, for sure. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> They're writing right now. <laughs> as as we speak. <laughs> They're like, wait, what's going on with cats and octopuses? Yeah. So um, the lead singer of um, my old band Sonic Boom 6 um, she did a bunch of those like Peter um, do you remember when like a, a, tons of bands were on it you know yeah. and they'd have like, little interviews she did a ton of them we, we were all hitting the veganness pretty hard for a while but, uh, so you're how'd that work out that she, what's yeah. the word now um, now I now I eat a lot of different types of food. Cheesesteaks are good. At first, I didn't know where you were going with that. I'm like, wait, you're uh, saying it was sewing body parts on animals? <laughs> no, humans, it. humans. No, I, I it's okay. It. I yeah, no, that's okay. Oh man, we're getting yeah, exactly. right, No, no animals. Pete's great. Whatever y'all want to do. <laughs> exactly. So, um, do you guys have a writing process? Um, you know, it can start with a with a lyric idea. It can start with a riff. Um, you know, and then we bring bring it to the group, and we we build it together usually. And who's you know? we, and how many of you are, are, are in contributing in this situation? Right now, it's we. Right, it is us. Gotcha. And uh, we have uh, Nikki Blackbeard, who currently has a terrible sca- uh, case of uh, sea scurvy. He's out with sea scurvy right oh, now. That's full, why he's not with us today. Poor fella. Yeah. So we have. Uh, <laughs> Scurvy's are the worst. We have <laughs> Becker the beach bomb, aka Becker the beachcomber. On drums for Five Six One Music Fest, as okay. well as our uh, second show back. Got it. With Jer, who's going to be joining us thing? on the eighth at O'Malley's. That's... Is there such a thing as land scurvy? Lands, yeah, he has it. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, he got it. <laughs> whatever it is, he's got it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor fella. He put something where it wasn't supposed to be. I guess I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so when, when you record, do, do you ever go over to Steve's studio and do stuff there? Yeah, we yeah. demo. We actually demoed some stuff there yesterday. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Is it, it the kind of setup where you could? You could do the whole recording over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I sick. can. Yeah, yes, I can separate. I mean, I have a. I can literally mic up every single drum, cymbal, amp, vocals, the whole nine yards. I could do it at once. I could do it separately. Whatever anyone wants to do. Yeah. Wicked. Although I'm, I'm noticing that the new trend right now has been bands playing yeah. together. Yep. And which is kind of crazy. I've also seen that. I don't know if you guys know how. Remember those old like cassette players that you can like the yeah. the D tracks yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Four, four tracks. How many tracks you want? Five Usually mine was four. It, I, it was only four. <laughs> I've never seen eight. I've seen six. I've never seen eight. But I, you know what yeah. I'm talking I about. Had, yeah, I had an eight track mini disc recorder. <laughs> so, you know how much those things are right now because people are buying them up. They're expensive. They're oh, really expensive. So I know a kid who bought one, and you know they have that old school sound. Yeah. You know what it sounds like, and people are loving that sound right now. Well, there's some um, uh, Billy Doom is has a you know that guy from that band Billy Doom is dead. Yeah, yeah, he's doing a thing where he's doing releases on cassette, and he it, yeah, I like that. Know, I like yeah. it. I like it. I like yeah. it. I think Pretty it's cool. cool. The only downside of that is like uh, they did the long live the scene, and uh, on on cassette release, yeah. And I, I picked one up, and I don't have a cassette player, so yeah. it's just literally sitting on my nightstand. And, and I they're have, expensive right now, cassette players. Yeah, Is that the one we're on, or did they not release that yet? They already just released that one. I don't have that uh, one yet. Okay, yeah, I've got to get that one. But I've kind of figured out a way to get it like that sound, but more in a digital way. Yeah. And it's just, I'm like still working with it, but you I'm kind of You know what I did like... the other day, is I played my, um, I, I ran the, 
a, like a mix of uh, my drums through this old Ampeg Gemini Six, and then I, and and just put like you know just turn the gain up just so it was kind of sounding a bit crackly, and then I just had it right in the background of the drums. It sounded pretty good. Yeah, yeah, just a kind of another way to get the kind of noise and tube, you know, That's tube cool. sounds. But it was pretty cool. Those that this thing has got such dusty old tubes that. It 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 sounds like a wheezing, coughing dog. It's great. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, we're, awesome. we're going to record it with a three thousand dollar mic into a giant Pro Tools console. Yeah. Then yeah. we're going to run it through our Tascam four track, yeah. and then the bass amp. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And then we're going to upscale it. It's typical, isn't it? It's like we, we literally make things incredibly complicated so we can make them simple again. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yes. That's human nature, I think. So. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. It's funny that you say that because honestly, some of the, the best recordings I ever heard were the most simplest, stupidest things yeah. set up in the worst way and then just legendary sounds. Yeah, it's totally. crazy. It's- we had Jay Wolf on here and um, who is the guy who owns Wolf Guitars up in Jupiter. Mm-hmm. And um, he was in a ton of bands back in the day in New Orleans and and, uh, and he's on some quite important records. And, um, you know, he said that for the drums, they just have one mic. You know, they just that, that yeah. was it. That was the drums. It was just they just moved it around a bunch until mm-hmm. they found a good spot, and then that was the drums. There you go. Yeah, that, yeah, that's how they did it. That's why that kick is not present in a lot of those recordings. Yeah. That's it's crazy cool. to me. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy to me. Dick Dale loved yeah. Dick Dale. Awesome. He loved his sound like that. I'll never forget when he's like, uh, first time I heard him, he they're up there doing their sound check, and he just was like. I don't like that new school uh, kick sound at all, <laughs> at all. So I don't want to hear it. He's like, old school, keep it tucked. And I was like, holy shit, man. Yeah, well, yeah. We recorded, we recorded our last album this past summer up at uh, Sun Studios in Memphis. And, you know, right. And, right. And, and it's literally like, it's like, it's like a one-room studio with the control booth or whatever off to the side. It was like a one-room studio. And, you know, they just set up these baffles in there and they slide them around however they need them to, like, quarter you off a little bit. But, I mean, they're like, Mid chest height or whatever, so you're not really blocking anything. Also, we have a banjo in the band, yeah. and that cuts through any yeah. room. There's like you can't stand anywhere without getting a million decibels but, of banjo. Yeah, but they basically <laughs> had these like ginormous ribbon mics and stuff on these big boom arms and stuff. And I have to believe, like that. I mean, these these are the original mics that they used back in the day for Elvis and 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 all these guys, Johnny Cash, all these guys. So. You know, I have to believe that's just how they did it. I mean, like, you know, with with the drums and stuff, like like Ben's saying, like one mic, they would just put these giant ribbon mics in a certain spot, and they're like, there you go. That's it. And it was key, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know what, as well? We did end up slightly reverse engineering it because we went there looking for this kind of simple sound. But then when, when we got it back, you know, we did add a couple of – not a ton of stuff, but, you know, we did make it how we wanted it to be, you know. Of course. Because – because at the end of the day, that very simple sound wasn't quite what we were after. We did want it to have a bit of pack, a bit of a punch, you know. It's the best of both worlds. Yeah, you exactly. Know, get that yeah. sound and then add your flavor in it and make it yours, right? Yeah. yeah, totally. It was a lot of fun though. Just all of the memory, like all of the history in there, was crazy. Oh, it was crazy. All That's the ghosts, cool. you know, it was badass. So when you guys, uh, you said you were doing some demos like yesterday. Are you guys writing new stuff? We, we were kind of getting our heads together on some of the other stuff as well, too, just kind of refreshing. And we're still in that, in that process, you know, getting less than two months back into this. You know, we yeah. set, we set some, some time, some constraints for ourselves. And, uh, you know, we're like, all right, we got these shows booked. Now we got to figure it out. Yeah. So now we're working with, uh, with Mike Becker, a.k.a. Becker the Beachcomber, a.k.a. Becker, Becker the, the Beach, Beach Bum. Bum. He's <laughs> going to be playing drums on the first few shows later in the next few months while, uh, while uh, Nikki Blackbeard is dealing with his scurvy. 
So, uh, you know, Oof, so we're right. dealing with that. Um, and, yeah, I mean, we're just kind of, you know, getting through, th- you know, just kind of figuring out what it needs to be moving forward. What have I got to do to get an Octogato moniker, like an Octogato can, name? i got to play, uh, I don't know, Hurdy Gurdy on one of our songs or yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> join us in the studio, that's it. That Line is, that thing up. That's piracy as all hell. That goes with all of this. Absolutely. You know? We could do, do that. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. Octogato Hurdy Gurdy tune. I'm oh, in. my word. Yeah, the, um, the Muggles are going to have me on their record. Oh, beautiful. Cool. Yeah, I love those guys. Another, the other another, band. Another local Octo. Uh, they, have the, they got the, uh, the tentacles on either side of the stage. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, and they have the, one of these on the mic stand, too. Oh, yeah. Do you think they ripped it off from you? <laughs> you have to talk about that one. There's, I know. Right? There's, there's, is, there's is bigger. I'm just saying. <laughs> Size does matter. Size does matter, guys. <laughs> So how did you, um, over the years, how have you found, um, we've talked about the crowds and stuff like that, but how have you found the Florida scene in terms of music, other musicians, other bands? Do you find it to be like a supportive environment down here? Absolutely. I think so. I mean, I, you know, I've, I've, it's, I, I think the rocket scene overall, I mean, everyone's there supporting most of the other bands. Of course, you're going to have some people that, you know, are, are there for different reasons. But overall, I think I find it very supportive. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, me too. You know, I'm feeling that, you know, coming back at, at things with, uh, you know, fresh eyes. I see that more as well, too. And the outreach, the outpouring, you know, that I've seen just on, on you know, to personal messages to me and everything just about the band being back together. is like, wow. They yeah, still man. care. They they didn't forget about us. <laughs> I tell you, we what, were shipwrecked and dead, man. It does a lot of it does a lot of good. Like yeah. a good example of that is um, six months went by. No name, uh, um, sort of semi split up. Matt moved to Vegas. I mean, we're not split up, but you know, we don't live in the same city, so yeah. for practical purposes we kind of are but then they came back for christmas and you know a ton of people came out to see us it, do, it does abandon like that the power of good you yeah. know to take a little break every so now and again split up and have reunions and people come to your shows yeah ba- <laughs> basically i mean it doesn't the longer you hold out on them yeah, yeah, yeah. the more people are going to show up i mean so, we'll have at least is, 12 people at the uh, at the festival <laughs> is literally the opposite we play like four times a week in like a 10 mile radius so you know it's a, it's it's rough <laughs> that was what we found though we were playing a lot yeah, and I think that we found the threshold on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now we're gonna keep it for you know the right moments, the right shows. Yeah, do what feels good. And I but, think with a band like you guys, it, it totally makes sense to do that. I think yeah. it would be silly to do it any other way, unless you were on tour. Yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's the which way to do it. We're not, which is not out of obviously tours. Yeah, definitely at some point in the future. You yeah, know? it's on the table. I honestly want to. Like, I want to actually do a couple house parties. Yeah. Dope ones. Like, man, like get in like a big ass mansion and doing a dope ass house party with a few bands. Perfect for a mansion party. I think it would be. be. All right, that's it. We're only exclusively doing mansion parties. You want (laughs) to rent a mansion? (laughs) I can totally see that. That's hilarious. Like, like, kind of. like real big fish, you know what I mean? I could just the, wait. Real big fish wants to play a mansion party with I us. Could just, Let's call real big, <laughs> real big fish. I could just see the, that kind of aesthetic, you know, of like some film star hiring those guys. I could see the same kind of aesthetic with you guys. You know, I love it. Real yeah. big fish, baby. Let's go. That's it. Any yeah. band with uh, with uh, seafood in your title, give us a call. We're ready <laughs> to do mansion parties with you. Who we, got, who we got locally here? We got John Bon Jovi just moved here recently. Really over to the island? Yeah, yeah he's over the island. Nice. Yeah, Guy Fieri. We get we get. That's right, Guy Fieri. Yeah, yeah, Lake right? yeah Lake I haven't seen him around yet. Yeah, he came to one of our gigs and um, oh, we we seriously? were playing oh. in um, downtown the gardens and he yeah. showed up. Oh, we're rolling out. What's really funny is for like 
30 minutes, we kept whispering back and forth to each other. We kept looking out there like, is that guy fear? Is that guy fear? No, that, he just looks like, no, is that guy? I don't know. Is he just, we didn't know that he had moved here until after oh, the gig. And then man. after the gig, we were like, damn it. Somebody oh, said he had guy. moved I here. We're like, say something oh. on the mic, though. Yeah. I was like, hi, guy. I just went for it. Hoping, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Did, uh, did he have a shirt with flames? I, I think it was the whole nine yards. Oh, the whole nine. Oh, Why you really got to go for it? Yeah. He's, he's he in the it. hair and everything. He's like the Kentucky Fried Ch- Colonel Sanders. I almost called him Kentucky Fried Chicken. Kentucky Chick- Fried Chicken. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kentucky Fried Sanders. I wonder if he went out in his uh In his outfit. big white suit? Yeah. That's, that's how he dresses, man. He's just, he's just being himself out there. Yeah, right? he had the whole thing going. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, the, the the big shades and everything. It was, yeah. it was Love co- it. the perfectly trimmed goatee. Oh, the yeah. whole deal. It was great. Um, yeah, so w- when it comes to... Playing your instrument, um, it's not a, a euphemism. Do you... Um, <laughs> I love that you had to clarify that for these guys. <laughs> so when you play your instrument... It's like a double fisting. <laughs> do, you, uh, do, do you still practice the guitar? Do you sit at home and practice? These days, yeah, because I haven't been playing for so long, so I didn't oh, knock yeah. the cobwebs off, man. He does okay. now. <laughs> yeah. So, and when you practice, are you playing the Otagatis songs, or are you like kind of branching out are you doing like kind of traditional practice where you're doing the scales and arpeggios no, and i never stuff? do scales <laughs> gotcha gotcha uh mostly mostly our music but uh i love playing like classic surf rock you know like the Trashman or something like that yeah you cool know, loosen up the loosen up the dexterity there and then play power chords for octogato hell yeah <laughs> yeah what about you man you practicing these days yeah 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 actually i i, I play pretty often wicked yeah and i'm not practicing scales and sitting there like doing stuff like that, but I mean, I'm playing whether it's octo or just playing in general. Yes, yeah, I like nice. to play. I like to stay active. And w- when you write, um, how are you? How, how do you write? Do you write on a bass or a guitar? Um, well, it depends on what I'm writing. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, actually, believe it or not, I use a program. Yeah, me too. Sometimes I don't know why. It's yeah. even if I'm not writing like hip hop or writing anything like that. Sometimes I use the program. It's just. To create sounds and like get an idea, I but, do. Um, I put like verse and chorus together, and then I just run it in a loop and try and figure out words. I do that all the time. I'll play it on the bass, and I won't like play bass lines or write bass riffs. I'll play it more of a guitar if I'm writing something like that yeah. in a guitar way, and then build on that. Yeah, no, it's a great way of doing it. So, um, is there any kind of like lyrical? Uh, theme with Octogato? I feel like I know the answer to this. <laughs> well, you know, there's, a, there's an octopus <laughs> and there's a cat. Is that the one there? See, all the songs are about octopuses and cats. No, octopi? That's it, that's it. No, I mean, you know, it isn't here. octopi. Octopi. It octopi. isn't. It's not. I, I, um, I found out because I was listening to a podcast about octopuses yeah. and it is not octopi because well, octopus is there's not... There's only a few a, options here. It's not a Latin word. It's a Greek word. Uh, so yeah, I think I I can't. It's like octopedes or something. Octopedes. Yeah, yeah. But it's not that's the octopi. next song title. And everyone thinks it's octopi, but it isn't. Anyway, that's a boring. Well, now see, I need to know that. That's probably information I need, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean you know, it's, a, a lot of it's cheeky. It's all metaphor. It's all uh, innuendo. Yeah, you know, yeah. wrapped in a a sandwich of 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 uh, cheeky surf rock sounds. You know. Yeah, sick. <laughs> so um, to get maybe a little bit more serious now. Um, do you uh, have you found the um, sort of drinking and and or the other other things like that have ever been a issue with playing gigs and um, is there any kind of like 
situation in place to sort of navigate those waters with Octagata? You just go for it. <laughs> How do we navigate those waters, Steve? <laughs> those murky waters. Uh, I personally don't usually drink until I'm done playing. Right, gotcha. Uh, that's the solution for me is just don't drink until you're done. Then you party if you want. But uh, these days I I really don't drink at all. I right. Drugs and yeah, yeah. I've seen too many, too many uh, friends, you know, um, toss their lives down the drain with that. You know, lost a few close friends to drugs and alcohol. So I just, you know. So it starts to uh, shine after a while when you get to yeah, a certain age. Yeah, it sure does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It does. Sort of, for me, it's just sort of, you know, I'll have a couple beers or something at the end of the gig. Maybe not even that, you know. Yeah. yeah. Red Bull, like I had right before I got here to get amped up. Right. Yeah. You know. right. I had an Afro Gato before yeah. I got here, yeah. which was coffee. Oh, okay, okay. I had a gin tonic. Is that, is that, is that alcohol? Well, no, Afro, That's not alcohol, it, is it? No, Afro Gato is coffee and, oh, like, Afogato. Yeah, Afogato. <laughs> That's <laughs> our Italian uh, counterparts. <laughs> yeah. Afogato. No, no, no It needs a beverage of some kind. No yeah. drugs. Yeah. Octolatte. Yeah. Afogato. This would be a good... Afogato before I got here. brewery logo, right? Yeah. I know. That's Don't what I'm give saying. breweries around here that no, you guys idea. Collab. Yeah. They can't take it. They you can't collab take it on a beer. Paying you a lot of money. No. <laughs> collab on a beer, guys. Yeah, yeah there you go. Matthew's Brewing. There you are. Oh, it, comes, it, it comes in eight flavors. Oh. <laughs> or invasive. We like sours. Oh, invasive species. That's a good one. Yeah. We're going to talk about Matthews, though, because they're, they're, yeah, they're hosting Yeah, I'm just saying, anybody yeah. who wants to event. back, we are collabing on beers. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. Good old Matthews, though. Yeah, they're having us on this event, and it's fantastic. Yeah. Really looking forward to playing there. The sound system in there is super sick, and um, we're setting up a, a second stage, too, and it's just going to be bouncing between the two yeah. stages. It's going to be dope. I'm excited about that. Super stoked. Yeah, man. So let's get into like some of the music that you've uh, produced over the years. What What's available? So there's there's two EPs and and, and a full length, yep. right, out there, and then and then a single or two singles. Yeah, a couple singles out there as well too. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. And um, when did you start recording all this stuff? Right away, like 2014. Yeah, or? 2014. We did a, a demo. I believe it was a. Was it three or five songs for the first one? I can't remember. It's been a while. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. All that time uh, stranded on an island, you know, gets, gets, makes you loopy, right? Uh, so, yeah, a three song and a five song. And then some of those songs ended up on the full length LP, which is the Super Puss LP. Yeah, cool. And the ones we didn't like, you'll never hear about them again because they're not available anywhere. Gotcha, <laughs> like, ah, gotcha. Let's get rid of those. <laughs> is that, if, if yeah. you were to point someone towards something as what you consider to be very representative of the band, is there anything out there that you really like? Uh, our music? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Super Puss LP. I mean, yeah. the, the, the title track is Super Puss, so I mean, I'd probably go for that one. It's, it's all about it. It's about a it's about a superhero lifeguard cat right. fighting the uh, yeah, evil Doctor Cocto Blocto. Yeah. And at the end, when we have like a solo battle, it's like the battle of Super Puss versus Doctor Cocto Blocto. Oh, that's so. Awesome. You know, so that's you know, it's cheeky, but it's uh, you know, there's you know, there's whatever there's you know, it has all those elements in there. I, I think. Yeah. I'm. You guys need to play with Aquabats. Oh, okay. we're ready. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. We're yeah, ready. Yeah. Wouldn't that just be perfect? That'd be great. I love like, it. Um, so with we're working Sonic on that. Boom 6, a, 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 the, my previous band before I moved to the U.S., toured with them a couple of times. We oh. had such a good time. Oh, my God. Like, they, they do all these kind of um, stage things, you know. Like, I, I, I got to dress up as a monster a couple of times, and... He beat the shit out of it. I'm not even kidding. He wasn't, he wasn't just play that. acting. The guy like went in. You know, <laughs> like, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take uh, notes on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anybody we have on stage, I'm gonna beat you up. <laughs> no, no, seriously, join su- us. I was super surprised. You know, he took it super seriously. I was like, oh, and then he's gonna like lightly push me, and I fall over. Nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was pretty hilarious, actually. I loved it. Those guys are amazing. 
Uh, um, all right. Talking of your music and all that kind of stuff, why don't we listen to something you've done? Sure. Cool. This episode and our festival are sponsored by Pure Honey magazine, and it is a staple down here. It's been um, just such a resource for South Florida music scene. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Molly? Yes. Back in 2011, they went old school with the physical zine that provides both a service to the South Florida scene and a vehicle for businesses to get their messages out to a growing segment of readers who continue to embrace and admire a retro product. Yeah, it's really cool. I don't know if you've ever read Pure Honey magazine. I'm sure you have. They're all over the place and they're really great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pure Honey has been has been around for for quite a while now, and it's um, it is an a- absolute resource for 
um, musicians for music, um, for shows. Um, they have an amazing online calendar. They have an amazing calendar in the physical magazine. Um, you know, it's just it's just been a, a huge resource for shows and musicians. And um, we are, are very, very fortunate they reached out to us when they saw we were doing our festival for the second time this year. And they reached out to us and, and immediately said, uh, we want a sponsor. How do we get involved? Um, so having having someone like Pure Honey involved in 561 Music Festival is, is absolutely gold to us. Yeah, absolutely. It makes us... Uh feel official so th- right. thank you pure honey we yeah, really so, appreciate yeah, it yeah thank you very much and uh, big props to, to pure honey for uh, for stepping up and sponsoring us this episode and the festival are also sponsored by backsaver chiropractic care and therapy um, these guys are absolutely amazing. Dr. Christopher White over there, um, great, great, great chiropractor, um, amazing, just individual, amazing person, huge supporter of the arts and uh, and the local music scene. Um, they were uh, one one of the very few sponsors, one of one of the only almost sponsors that we had for the first festival. Um, yep. When we had the first festival. Uh, Dr. Chris White stepped up to the plate and said, how do I get involved? I'm going to do this. Let's, let's do this. And uh, was one of the, you know, purchased one of the top tier sponsorships that we had for the festival last year. So kind. Yeah. We couldn't have done it without it. It really saved us. So, you know, Ab- we really appreciate it. Absolutely. And this year when we announced the festival, um, I don't think I had even finished the announcement that the festival was going to happen. And he was reaching out again. How do I get involved? Let's do this again. And once again, they are our top tier sponsor. So, um, you know, thank you very much to uh, to Chris and his whole team over there. Um, if you guys are involved in, in an auto accident or any personal injury issues, um, you have back issues, uh, any anything like that, go see Dr. Chris White. He's he's absolutely amazing. Uh, and and Backsaver, those guys are. Um, all amazing over there. You know, they they do the massage therapy. They do the adjustments on your back. You know any anything like that. So definitely go check them out and uh, tell them we sent you and tell them thank you for for being huge sponsors of local music. Yeah, excellent chiropractors and also patrons of the arts. So thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Five Six One Music is sponsored by Handlebars Bar and Grill. We have been sponsored by Handlebars for a long time now. They've been incredibly supportive of the podcast. There's been a lot of changes up there. Now the food is supplied by world-famous McRae's Backyard Barbecue. That's 1977. McRae's Barbecue is fantastic food. The first one I went to was down in Riviera Beach, and it is really some killer barbecue. Uh, So if you're looking for delicious food, somewhere to ride your bike out on a Saturday or Sunday, and uh, delicious beers then Handlebars has got it all for you. We're so happy to have McRae's involved with the whole thing because they've really upped the game in terms of the food. There is a bike night every second Thursday of the month and Handlebars is open Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Come check out Handlebars in Sequester just off US1. Hope to see you there. We are also sponsored by Oasis Root. Now, Oasis Root Carver Bar is in Seagrape Square on Indian Town Road and it is a kava bar. If you don't know anything about kava, it's a Polynesian root that you grind up and you mix with water. And it has been in Polynesia for potentially thousands of years. It's, a, it's an old thing that um, they used for kind of ceremonial and also um, sort of ledger purposes. It, it's meant to be something where, you know, that brings people together. 
um, you will take a, a shell of kava and chink them together and say bula and have it together like that. It's meant to be something to bring people together. It uh, has a kind of an effect, which is, I guess, a kind of a slightly warming effect. Uh, it just kind of makes you feel uh, uh, nice. It's not particularly intoxicating. It's not like drinking alcohol. So the atmosphere in a kava bar is sort of like um, a cross between a regular bar and uh, a coffee house. It's pretty chill in there. Um, you get all sorts of different types of carver bars. Some of them are more like a club, you know, this sort of like black light and EDM playing. And some of them are more like a cafe. This is one of the cafe type of ones. It's it's super chill in there. If you're looking for somewhere to, I don't know, maybe go and do some work on your laptop or go and have a chat with friends, it's perfect for that kind of thing. There's a foosball table in there if that's your jam. Or baby foot, as they call it in France. And... Uh, yeah, Jim, the owner, is a really cool guy, and he has very kindly sponsored our podcast. So thank you very, very much for that, Jim. They also do a poker night in there, all sorts of things going on at Oasis Root Carver Bar. 561 Music is sponsored by Live Music Community. It's where we film the podcast that you're listening to right now, and it's also where I work. Gavin, Hector's son, was a student here for a long time, and in many ways he's the musician he is today because of the teachers at Live Music Community. We taught him not only about his instrument, but also about being in a band. And his band, Unemployed Youth, accomplished a lot of goals, mostly band etiquette, how to work together, and all of the nitty-gritty that goes into being in a band on a day-to-day basis. The student signs up for lessons, learns their instrument, joins a real band, and decides the direction it goes in. And we can take people from very young age you know six or seven years old all the way up to 80 you know there's no age limit here um we've run an adult program for people who want to be in a band as adults but really the main focus is on the on the kids and getting them playing together and in bands um we are also a studio a live stream venue and we can record audio or video the killbillies live album warts and all was recorded here It was recorded during a live stream that we did during COVID. Justin had a great idea to record live streams during COVID. A ton of bands came in and it was a real success. Um, But outside of that, we can record albums. We can help you with your EPK. And we have full audio visual capabilities here. LMC is in Palm Beach Gardens on the northwest corner of Military Trail and North Lake Boulevard. It's north of the gas station right before you get to North Lake on Military Trail. And if you go to livemusiccommunity.com, you have all the information you'll need right there. Thanks. So, um, seeing as we were just listening to an ad about Live Music Community, do you have any advice for aspiring musicians? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Always play music that you love, because if you love playing it, it won't feel like practice. Find songs and bands that you want to play. Don't get discouraged. Just keep doing it and do it because you love it. Yeah. Yeah, that's great nice. advice. What about you, Steve? You got any pearls Have of wisdom? Have your parents buy the most expensive instrument and bring it to me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Honestly, yeah, play. We need more people. We need more kids to play. Yeah. Yeah. If they stop playing, that means mu- uh, live music starts slowing down, and then we're back in the same position we were in just a few years ago where it was just... So many DJs. Not, uh, damn DJs. <laughs> no, yeah, keep playing. Keep playing. Don't yeah. stop. I Get with your friends. Play with that them. You know, you know? That, uh, that sometimes likes to spin. He does. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean that—that's great advice, and that's what we try and do over here at Live Music Community. Is yeah. you know boost the youth. 
Yeah, it's what it's all yeah. about. Um, so uh, what what was the piece of music we just listened to? And can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, absolutely. That was uh, Tokyo Surf. And um, so I lived in Tokyo for a while. I love Japan. I go back every year, every other year, except for the last four years on account of the pandemic. But yeah. I, that was kind of like the tour montage from when we all went out there. Yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah so... Um, Kilbilly, I, I texted you the other day saying that, you know, Kilbillies would love to get out there. What's the, uh, ha- how does one go about that? I've been before with another band, but I had a manager, so I wasn't involved in any of that. Right, stuff. yeah. Get a manager. That's it. <laughs> Tour 101. Get a manager. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I've, I had a little bit of a personal network out there, but, I mean, these days, just you can reach out to similar bands that would probably love to play with you out there and make a personal connection. We have the internet right, at yeah. our disposal. Uh, they still like Twitter out there, which is crazy, uh, but uh, they do. And uh, <laughs> you know, reach out. You know, find find some kind of a link to somebody out there. You know, right. uh, I think that's my suggestion. Make a personal bond. Um, people are. I mean, we're music enthusiasts here, but I I always found that pe- there's a greater. Maybe a deeper appreciation for music. Every every time I play a show out there, people are just watching, just like man, you know, just uh, yeah. soaking it all in, yeah. and then just just you know, full on applause, and then just back to soaking it in, and kind of more cere- cerebral. Yeah. But that doesn't help with touring, though, does it? Well, I've, 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 <laughs> um, some of the most yeah. professional bands I've ever seen were over there, yes. and, so, and some of the most fun crowds too. And it, I had a blast. I was only in Tokyo and, and mainly in Shibuya, but I just had the ah, riot. You went to Shibuya, yeah. yeah Lots yeah, going yeah. on out there. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. crazy. It's, it's different playing shows out there, though. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, soundtrack is at uh, you know one in the afternoon, and you might not play till nine. Yeah. So there's this, and they, they do all the sound checks. They do everybody, even if it's a local, small local show. There's yeah. a real attention to detail. They'll get like a stage plot. They'll mark stuff on the on the on the ground for each oh, band. Wow. Even if it's like local bands, they'll be out there with gaff tape. Like that's that band. That's where they're going to have the amp, and that's where we're going to have the mic for that band. Yeah. And even if it's a 50 cap club, there's somebody out there running the lights. How about their gear? Caring about it. Just the gear. You and the gear. You, oh, that's yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. That's good. You can show up with your guitar and your pedal board, and there's like a pair of Fender Twins or like a Marshall JCM 800 just yeah. that you can wow. use. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that, yeah. about bringing all the gear and stuff. I'm mean, yeah. like, in our case, you know, I my whenever we talk about touring, you know, we always talk about touring as as more of a like like what we did this summer. We get in the car and we drive, it, you know, six, it's about transporting six, six gear six from one states. side of the country to the other. Yeah, right? and yeah. it's and it's it's you kind of have a big deal for us because yeah. I have I have that uh, ginormous upright bass, and mm-hmm. so yeah. I always you know. Panic when when we start talking about anything yeah. that it's going to involve flying. Yeah, I'm it doesn't like, fit in the oh, overhead pin, does crap! It? <laughs> Checking yeah, that thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I guess we'd have to hire one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah. Rent, rent one over there or something. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of people who play the upright over in in no, Japan. And you know yeah. what? I've heard some incredible Japanese bluegrass actually. Some yeah. really good stuff. You know, it all goes on. So yeah, there you go. We just got to make some connections, huh? Make some That's connections and. Um, Man, it's, it's just so much. To, there's so much to share about it. You know, uh, be on time. Everyone, if you're late there, if you're if you're on time, you're late in Japan. Yeah, I'll say yeah. that. You know, gotcha. so if they want you there at the venue at, at one o'clock, and you're not sure where you're going, be there at noon. Yeah. Know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If they tell you you're playing at eight o'clock, be there at seven fifty, ready to go. You yeah. Know, stuff like yeah. That. I love that. Yeah. You know, I I have to say that um, I I I'm into like timeliness as well, which yeah. is quite ironic because my wife is like the exact opposite you help you help you help get her there in time right uh, yeah Balance. the amount of planes we've missed you would not believe oh yeah yeah I mean, you, it would drive you mad it'd give you a heart attack i think that's <laughs> funny because that's my that's my wife and i like, <laughs> you know if i if i need to be somewhere at like five yeah. i have to tell her we need to be there at like three thirty or yeah. four because otherwise we won't get there on time i know a few people like that yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I, I tell you what though you know <laughs> um 
that's really the only downside to my wife. She's a wonderful woman. Not trying to not trying to say horrible things about. I have Christy a few I can enough. list about my. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the my thing? wife is always on time and amazing and perfect. Hey, right? There you go. go. That's how you well do it. Done, hey, well done, Sarah. That's how you do it. <laughs> so we got some pictures of gear. Um, could we take a look at um, some of these pictures, Justin? So what are we looking at here? Oh, yeah. We just took that one the other day. After nice. I got off the island, uh, I decided, you know, it's time to buy a uh, proper Gretsch White Falcon. So yeah, I bought the, uh, that is the Billy Duffy Signature Gretsch White Falcon right there. Wow. So it's based on a 70s Baldwin-era Gretsch, but it's got a hotter bridge pickup and neck pickup as well. Um, and it's got the little three-way tone toggle switch instead of a tone knob on it. Are they Gretsch? Are they are, are they Gretsch pickups? Those are they are Gretsch pickups, but they yeah. make them specifically for that guitar. Interesting. So it's like a Gretsch filtertron with all that chime. Yeah. But the bridge pickup, you see, it looks a little different. It has uh, is a bit more output. Oh, sick! Because he's more, you know, it's like Billy Duffy's from the Cult, you know, so it's a bit yeah. more, you know, a bit more gain gain heavy band. Yeah, that's cool. The the manager of um of of Sonic Boom Six um. His brother mm-hmm. was um, toured with the Cult for many years. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're a powerhouse. Love yeah, those absolutely. Guys. And uh, what else do we have there? We have a boss. Oh, there it goes. Oh, yeah. Can we go yeah. back yeah. to the back previous yeah, one? Yeah, I want to share one more thing. We got our, speaking of Japan, uh, we have uh, my custom Captain Octo Vero City effects pedal over there. That's my custom dual overdrive made by a Japanese company out there. It's owned my, uh, by my friend uh, Hiroshi Omoto and his partner. That's partners. so cool. And uh, it's that's the secret sauce right there, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, nice. If, but if, what else have you got up there, pedal wise, other than the tuner? We have the tuner, we have the dual overdrive, and then we have a TC Helicon mic mechanic for the slapback delay stuff. Or, oh, that's what you use. Slapback, I, yeah. I just got a um, electro harmonic slapback, and it's pretty decent. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'd be really curious to see what that one's like yeah, though, because I, I love it. a bit of slap. Yeah, I love that thing. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's the sound. Let's do it. What's, e- what have we got going on here? Okay. Well. We have the Gretsch bass. Um, nice. With TV Joan pickups, actually. They don't even make it with those pickups anymore. That oh. stopped a few years ago. Uh, what makes it cheap? Other than the awesome, just aesthetic wonderfulness of you guys both having Gretsches. The is there, bodies? Yeah. Is there anything um, – is there a reason why you use them? Yeah. Um, well – First, I've noticed that, and I've played, and even in the beginning, I didn't have a hollow body, that the sound, uh, really the feedback you get from these hollow bodies, yeah, it's really difficult in the beginning to kind of tame that beast. Yeah. But once you learn how to control that feedback with playing you know, the style of music, it, it just kind of creates a super edgy, punky Sound it changes the dynamic of the band a little bit. Sure. To me, Hollow Body it feels alive. Yeah. You know, when I played it, like I had before before I had the the Gretsch, uh, even in the beginning, I had a, a, a you know Fender Jaguar, I had a Jazzmaster. Yeah. Uh, went through a lot of those. Then all of a sudden, I just happened to come across the uh, Gretsch Hollow Body, and I played the songs. I'm like, oh, there it is. Yeah. It's yeah. It's the twang. But it's the fullness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when Does, I play it and yeah. when I feel it on my body, I feel every single note. Oh, yeah. Sure. That's cool. And there and, is a certain yeah. boxy fullness to a hollow body that I do yes. love. I have a, um, a Heritage that's like a kind of a 335 oh, I love kind of guitars. clone type thing. You and can get those yeah. at Wolf Guitars, I think. Yeah, actually. exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's where I got mine. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then what have we got pedal-wise going on there? So um, I have the Vero City uh, guy over at 
in uh, Japan made that Vero City. It's the F2B uh, custom blend pedal, which part of the pedal is a SB12, which is an Ampeg amp. It's kind of like a vintage sound with an nice. overdrive okay. um, Sick. sound. And obviously, Sans Amp is just to have um, on there. I feel like it's just an industry standard. Yeah, Everybody needs sure. to have one regardless. Yeah. Um, I got my tuner and my vocal pedal. What are you going through? Like, what amps are you guys using? Are you going straight Fenders. To Fenders, gotcha. Fenders. Yeah. Yeah, two. Actually, uh, we play with um, two amps each. So we have okay. kind of like a different sound going on. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Do you, kind of, do you set them differently or is it just for a kind of stereo no. fatness? What do you mean, like our settings? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're set differently. Oh, interesting. On my bass, they're totally set differently. I've got like oh, one cool. dirty one and uh-huh. then one cleaner one with mm-hmm. a little bit more bottom end. Very Mine are about, just about the same. Maybe one's a little drier. I have like reverb, like full tilt on the one in front of me and then a drier one, you know, on the other side as well. Oh, so that's just to cool. fill things up. I have had in the past the luxury of having two amps on a couple of gigs and it was a lot of fun. It was really cool. Um, so yeah, I also noticed that you had uh, white mic stands in the corner oh, yeah. there. What's that about? Oh, I mean, we, we all yeah, the white out aesthetic, you know. Got the got the wheel here, you know. This is actually this is this is uh, going on the new mic stand as well too. Yeah, we have it here. I can't wait to see you guys when you play at the Five Six One Fest and see see how you present. It's, it's going to be, be spinning. Great. It's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. We're looking forward to it. <laughs> Didn't you say you, that there's someone's building a uh, contraption to have it spin? Yes. My good buddy Jonathan Eastwood is going to be making me. The, actually, had, he made he made this uh, setup for me before, where I can actually adjust the speed of the wheel spinning around. Oh, he made the one before too. He did. He did. Oh, yeah. sick. Okay. It, gotcha. uh, it perished when we were uh, shipwrecked, but uh, we're, right, this is the V three. You know, we're going to get another one in there. <laughs> yeah. The first one I made myself, and it wasn't very good. It just, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not uh, mechanically uh, inclined. <laughs> I feel you, man. It's, some people that just have that gift, and it's not me either. Yeah, it's not me. Yeah, I stumble through that stuff yeah. at best. <laughs> Should see some of the jobs I've made of trying to install pickups on yeah, things. Yeah. <laughs> I to. You, you guys, you like doing that, right? You do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, what's next then for Octagato? Obviously, you're playing um, Five Six One Fest. Yes. What else is going on? Well, uh, definitely working on an EP, and we're going to try and do a video for each song. And that's the plan. Uh, and uh, we really want to, uh, you know, play the right shows with the right bands and. You know the right audiences, so that we uh, kind of continue where we where we left off before. You know, yeah, yeah. fabulous. Yeah. yeah. Any, any new music uh, that's going to be coming out for uh, Five Six One, or are you going to be? I don't think we're going to have time to get anything out for Five Six. We got a, we got a new cover in there though. We got a new yeah. cover in there. Oh, yeah. cool. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> a new cover in there. Yeah, and it's fun. Yeah, it's coming right out. Oh, sick. Top right, secret. We'll we'll, uh, we'll, we'll release it. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Yeah. yeah, looking forward to it, man. Is it's it going to be Ben by Michael Jackson? That's the one. <laughs> so, um, all right then. Um, I guess at this point in time, it is time to talk a little bit about the festival. What festival? <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about Sunfest? That's so weird. Um, <laughs> Yeah, man. So, uh, 561 Music Fest, 561 Music Festival, it is happening April 1st at uh, Matthews Brewery, uh, Matthews Brewing Company, I guess is the official name. And uh, it will be happening from 12 noon until 11 p.m. Uh, 20 bands, $10 or $25 get you a ticket and a t shirt. So, you this know, is like that's the opposite deal. of what we did on Friday. It's like 20 bands instead of one for the same right. amount of time. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, no, this is 20 bands, 20 bands, $10. 
uh, April 1st at Matthews Brewing. They're all 561 music bands that have been on the podcast in the past. Um, it's going to be uh, pretty amazing. Um, w- this year, uh, this year we've got the five, six, one music living room or lounge, whatever we want to call it. I think living room we were calling it. Yeah. Um, we're going to have bands stop, uh, stop in throughout the day, spend five minutes with us, just talk about the festival, you know, what they thought about it, what they think about it, what, you know, if they've played yet, if they haven't played yet, all that kind of stuff. And then we're going to put all that together and we're going to release that right after the festival. And that is going to be our 100th episode of Woo-hoo. this podcast. Wow. Yeah, so man. we are celebrating a hundred years. Um, if there's not cake at this festival, I, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I quit. You know, there better be. It's a hundred episodes, man. There better be a freaking cake. Oh, there, I okay? better bring a cake then. Okay. I, that, now, now I have. That's one your job. job. You have one job. Bring a cake. <laughs> um, but no, this is uh, this is just. I mean, we couldn't be any happier with this festival. Last year, it, it, the turnout was absolutely amazing. We had a couple of sponsors. Um, this year, we have seven or eight sponsors now. Um, you know, and so so we were able to. Uh, invest a bunch of that back into the festival and do yeah. um, do a bunch of advertising. We've got flyers with a street team passing them out. We've got posters. Um, we've got social media ad campaigns, paid ad campaigns. We've got um, billboards, digital billboards along 95 near in the Lake Worth area. Yeah, um, and uh, that was and, that's just like ticked a box for me in yeah. terms of like. Bucket list stuff, you know. Oh, I thought it get was a fun, billboard. Man. Always and, wanted to do that. Well, and then, cool just seeing it. I was yeah. like, Whoa. <laughs> well, and then this uh, as of as of this week officially, we are now uh, on the radio. We were on a couple of stations, but I think now we've narrowed it down. Starting tomorrow, it's, uh, we're going to have uh, radio ads uh, uh, from three to seven p.m. airing on the Gator um, yeah. through uh, through Festival Day. So, um, you know, at this point, there's not much else we could do except. Hope people show up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so and do do like sun dances to water. Yeah. No. And you know what? It was good last year. I think you know we had a we had a fair amount of tickets that, that sold uh, prior to the show. We had a you know a ton of tickets that sold like day before and day of, and then a ton of tickets, of course, at the door. Um, you know, tickets are available at the door. They're no more expensive at the door than they are presale. Um, the the advantage you have of presale is the combo ticket. You can get for for you can either get your ticket at ten dollars or you can do a twenty. $5 ticket, which gets you a ticket and a t-shirt, whereas at the door, it's $10 to get in and then $25 for the shirt. So you're saving a few bucks on, you know, you're saving $10 yeah. and you're getting a commemorative shirt. I know last year... Uh, it, it also helps us not have a heart attack because we can see... Some right, because we can see some numbers and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which the, which they are moving. Like, we're, 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 uh, we're, we're ahead of where we were last year, two weeks out. So, yeah, so yeah. we're in pretty good shape right now. Um, you know, we're pretty happy with that. Um, yeah, I mean, we're going to have... Uh, the T-shirts available for sale at the show. If you don't pick up your your combo ticket, we're going to have. There's a small limited amount. And when I say small limited amount, it's it's uh, it, it's Peanuts. not. Yeah, it's not a lot, and they're limited sizes of what I have left. It's of, okay. That's what small of, means of last year. Yeah, yeah, small and limited, all of the same, <laughs> all the same. I just want to really drive that home. Um, <laughs> gotcha. And. Um, my wife always says a small and never mind. Um, so, <laughs> so um, yeah, we, we just have a small quantity of the uh, five six one shirts left over from last year. Um, probably sell those. I don't know what we'll sell them for. Um, you know, ten bucks or something. But um, you know, if if we happen to have your size, you know, get there early. If you want one from last year and you didn't get one, if we happen to have your size, then fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, you know, get there early and and get there early just because there's. 20 bands, you know, don't show up at uh, eight o'clock at night and then be bummed that you missed 18 bands, you know, like that's just not how it works. Absolutely. And they're all good. There there, there was no 
order that the bands went in. Um, no. we, we put the bands on there mainly down to when everyone could do. Yeah, know? I mean, the, the, the fact remains that we, we went through, we picked these, you know, we picked these, these 20 bands, we sat down, we, we reached out to everybody, we said, do you have any schedule constraints? Do you have any other gigs you're playing that day that you, know, you have to play early, you have to play late? And we kind of built the schedule around that. So, I mean, quite honestly... I mean, there's people that are in the first and second slot. They're like, as far as I'm concerned, every bit as good and amazing as the people that are playing the last slots. Yeah. So don't think, don't think like I'm just going to show up towards the end and listen to the last few bands because they're the headliners or whatever. There's no headliner in this. Like all bands are equal across the board. There's no specific headliner except for, of course, Octogato. Octogato. <laughs> Octogato. Octogato is is our is our um, is kind Fiesta of our resistance. our carna, our quasi uh, headliner um, because they're they're back. They're exactly. back from the island. Back, They've baby. been rescued. We'll be quasi, right? Um, I'll take but, it. But but honestly, I mean, this year I I I looked at the the just the lineup. It's stacked, man. There's yeah. not a band on there that I'm like, oh, okay. Like, they're all good bands. Yeah, man. They're all good bands. So, 561 Music Fest or 561musicfestival.com, either one gets you to the ticket links. Um, if, uh, if you want to get your ticket uh, ahead of time, and that would be fantastic because, again, like you said, it'll keep us from having a heart attack. The tickets, you know, uh, are selling. Um, yeah. So uh, you can go there. You can get your tickets. You can get your tickets and your shirt combos. Um, there's also uh, links on there. If you uh, if you still want to jump in on some sponsorship levels, there are some still some sponsorship levels available. Um, more than happy to, to, you know, have you guys jump on board with that. If you have a business you want to push and stuff, uh, there's some sponsorship levels on there. Click on the ticket link and then the drop down menu, you'll have options for sponsorship as well as the tickets. Um, and if you go to 561music.com, that's our normal website. There are links there for all of this. There's links for the festival. There's links for listening to the podcast for past episodes, regular episodes. There's links to every single guest that has been on the episode and and a, a, a bio page on that guest. Yeah. Um, there's links on you and me on there. There's links on... Uh, for Killbillies, there's links uh, for submitting. If you have a band or some, or you're a solo artist and you want to submit to try to be on the podcast, um, be forewarned that uh, we have been getting more and more popular, which I love, and this is absolutely amazing. But we are currently, we currently have a waiting list, um, yeah. only because, and, and the waiting list is because I just don't want to book somebody so far out that it's just going to you know be a conflict of schedule when the date shows up right but right now we're booked all the way through june yeah. with, with shows um every week so um yeah so if you want to submit your band there's a submission uh button on there um there's a donation button if you want to donate to the cause pretty much every penny of this just goes right back into the podcast to do this we do this it's a labor of love we do it because we want to keep this music scene growing and as, yeah. as we said earlier in the podcast the music scene here lately has been booming and this, that's what this podcast is all about, is just continuing to help grow. Yeah, you know, exactly. Help that just grow. trying to, you know, chip yeah. in and do do what we can to help it out. For sure. And then um, there's also a link on there now for volunteering. Um, we do have a handful of volunteers for the festival, but we do need a few more people. So if anybody wants to uh, get into the festival for free and get a volunteer shirt, the volunteer shirt is the exact same shirt as the regular festival shirt. It just says volunteer across the back. Yeah. So um, it's the same Which shirt. It's the same shirt. You know, so you cool. get a free shirt and you get a free 
free ticket to get in. You only got to give us like, you know, two hours of your time while you're there. And the rest of the time, you're free to do whatever you want. And you so. get to virtue signal around the place with your volunteer show. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So if anybody wants to volunteer, we could use a handful of uh, more volunteers. We need some people to do parking lot and stuff like that. I think we got tickets covered at this point. Potentially, I think security we've got covered and stuff. Yeah. So I think uh, at this point, we just need a few more parking lot duty people. And it's not all day. It's, you know, if you can give us a couple of hours. What are parking lot duty people? Basically, Matthews Brewery Brewing is in a um, it's in a business district, but he is surrounded by a ton of warehouses and businesses, auto places, auto mechanic places, things like that. I like the way you ignored that. I just made a duty are, joke. I know I totally glossed over that because <laughs> because we're not five years old on this show. Um, I, I, not right now, anyways. Usually we are, but um, no. But we, uh, yeah. So people will be basically trying to stop people from parking in front of other people' businesses' driveways, yeah, yeah. and that's only until like four or five o'clock. The rest of the night it doesn't matter because those businesses are closed. I thought yeah. they were duty in the parking lot, right? Exactly. Parking lot duties. There is. <laughs> there. Yes. Watch yes. yourself. Yes. I do apologize do- for that terrible doodling. joke. <laughs> doodling in the parking. Doodling. Doodling. It's Lake Worth. Duty. Anything can happen. Duty. Anything. Oh anything can happen. Anything. And if anybody listening to the show right now uh, wants to um, has a business and wants to put a poster up in their uh, in their window or something, please reach yeah, out. Please. please reach out to us. Call the hotline. Um, reach out to us and let us know that uh, that you want some posters. I will be happy to drop them off. I've got posters. I got flyers. I got palm cards. You know, all all sorts of stuff I can drop off. So, Wicked. yeah. Anybody wants Actually, to help I, us get I the word out? I gotta grab a couple up here. Got yeah. some other spots. Yeah. Anybody wants to help us get the word out? Please, by all means, let us know and. I will get those to you. Yeah, nice, man. Yeah. You yeah. did a great job on all of the promotional stuff, man. It looks sick. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate yeah. it. We've got uh, you know all the all the advertising that's going on, man. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. I feel legit. Oh, we have. Oh, I forgot to say. I don't. I think I mentioned it to you earlier, but I, I'd like to tell our listeners and uh, uh, that we have um, we have ads in Pure Honey magazine. Um, we have an article coming out in Pure Honey Magazine, which is a 561 Music preview article talking about the bands and, and how, uh, how this all got started and, and how it's you know going and stuff. Um, and I believe I'm doing another interview tomorrow for uh, another local magazine. Um, Fantastic. So, yeah, yeah, it's... It's it's cool, man. Like it's yeah. it's happening. Like it's uh, it's becoming a real thing. It's not just uh, it's not just us anymore. <laughs> so it's becoming a real thing. Absolutely. And uh, thank you so much for coming. Thank you both for having us. We really appreciate it. Yes, guys. Looking appreciate forward to the fest. It. Looking forward to everything yep. that's uh, in the future for us. Absolutely. Yeah, Happy to be back. Thank you, guys. Woo. Appreciate it. Octo got to back. Ow! <laughs> Let's get it. Back. <laughs>